0: if it's done to our camera and personal. And I want to see it band. I want to see it off
1: the face of the earth.
2: Yeah, it's amazing, but I think parents have to really pay more attention to where
1: these kids are listening to
3: 199th consecutive week of cinema psyops i'm your host court the guy that's gonna have to pull together a double header after staying up until three o'clock in the fucking morning just to make the notes happen only to wake up at 7 45 give his cat a shot and immediately get to start to work on the clips just to keep this show going every fucking week for you people and the main reason that i had to do that is for the help of my co-host Matt.
4: but you're not bitter or nothing i mean <laughs> I'm a little cranky I'm yeah, yeah. over it. I mean, you know, once you get just stone out of your goddamn gourd, you'll be fine.
3: No, I got to do the notes for like the next three weeks because I owe you. Oh, so, yeah, um, that's
4: true. After fucking March of a day.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, that way, you know, you get a little bit of a break and a little bit of a breather. And, uh, this week, you know, I actually really enjoyed doing the notes for this week's show. Uh, sister, sister was a pleasant surprise for me. I was not expecting anything from this film. And, uh, what I got is something that I can't wait to talk about. But before we actually jump into that, I just wanted to mention, uh, we actually saw each other in person. I dropped my wife off at yeah. our house and we had like a pretty long conversation about the show and some plans for the future and stuff and wrestling. Cause it always ends up with wrestling. With
4: us. It usually does it when you come into the bunker. Well, yeah, because there's because everywhere, yeah, and WrestleMania was on, so I mean, what are you yeah. gonna
3: do? Right, it, it is that weekend, absolutely. And yeah. I, I'm a recovered wrestling fan in that I kind of lost interest in it right after the Attitude Era went down and fell
4: apart. I mean, almost everyone did. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I mean, and then there's... you look back at the Attitude Era, you think to yourself, "Ooh, I like that." What does that say about me?
3: Right, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I know attitudes have shifted in some of wrestling and everything, but the stigma of the guilt of enjoying some of those things that i wonder why um i am still dealing with but you know a wholesome promotion like george the animal steel i can still get behind we can talk that that yeah, era listen, all day
4: and i will forget i will i will own everything but one thing i will not apologize for is loving that may uh may young gave birth to a hand <laughs> i can apologize for liking that i think that was a great bit
3: Oh, Jesus Christ. We are so far off the fucking rails. But anyway, uh, while we were having all of these discussions, kudos for us, because I asked you about, you know, because I told you I was going to be doing the notes tonight. And then you said that you had watched both films. I asked you which of the films they were. And like a fucking pro, you were stone face about anything other than, oh, yeah, I watched them already. You held everything in. So I'm a little worried.
4: Maybe you don't have anything to say about this movie this week. Well, I have things to say, but I want to save it for the show because I'm a professional. Why eat?
3: <laughs> he's a professional who will eat on the air because he's had a long fucking week, folks.
4: I've had it. Uh, yeah, the week's the week's been long. <laughs> it's been a rough couple me. of fucking years. It's been it's been a, it's a, it's a rough couple of lifetimes, and uh, <laughs> it's been a rough couple of since I was born. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no shit. No, I got, I got stuff to say. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised by uh, uh, our first movie, Sister, Sister. And I uh, I enjoyed, uh, I always enjoy a good documentary. So uh, I enjoyed the second movie as well.
3: Good, good, good. But I just want to give you kudos because, you know, you kept that in. You didn't say yeah. anything about it. You, no. you just, because normally one of us fucking slips to the other. Yeah. We're chomping at the bit to always fucking start like getting after talking about something like that. Yeah. We do.
4: We always do um and i'm proud of us
3: yeah and i and again like i hadn't seen it yet so i was like oh my god i wonder if matt liked this at all because this is really good i'm really enjoying this i'm 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 intrigued by this you know yeah it was good stuff yeah i'm super glad that we got this engaging film before we embark on the career of hg lewis (laughs)
4: yeah yeah um if you know hg lewis said oh yeah okay well let's just get going
3: (laughs) (laughs) right before you actually spoil what we're going to be talking about with hg lewis absolutely so let's go ahead and take the break here for this week with a pirate radio edit because we're doing a twofer and i'm fucking lazy i literally picked songs that just had the word sister in the title at the very least and
5: called it a day
3: so up first is devotchka with commerce city sister right
5: after this this'll keep it quiet Oh, hi there. I didn't see you. You caught me cutting a new show. I'm Bo Ransdell, and I'm one of the many creators you can find on Legion Podcasts. I said quiet! My fellow podcasters and I work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting, but that comes at a cost.
1: What's that like to live
5: deliciously? Not that, but also, yes. No, what I'm getting at is that there are server costs
3: So I did listen to some of the content of the songs to see if it lined up a little bit. but if I
4: was you- about to say, there's no way you're that lucky.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was playing a little work, a bit of being a bit facetious. I admit.
4: Oh, it. man, you're putting a work on our listeners, man. Nice. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Just wait till we get to the next week's film because, man, have I got a work set up for that.
4: <laughs> oh, God. Jesus, I'm sure.
3: All right, so let's get started on Sister, Sister from 1987. The film opens on a gentle thunderstorm and pans through a candlelit room setting a very romantic mood as a very naked dude flexes his ass at the camera. No, seriously, that happened. And yeah. walks over to a young Jennifer Jason Lee who awaits him in bed. For those of you into that sort of thing, the man flexing his ass and walking around naked, this movie welcomes you very much.
4: Yeah, the, the movie's like, Hey, I uh I hope you're doing well.
3: <laughs> and then they start to get after it, so breasts are exposed and on screen, so I'm going to say thank you to that movie.
4: Yeah, Jennifer Jason Lee is uh I tell you, man. She she uh she probably had a cornerstone in that girl next door look uh in the <laughs> 80s, the yeah. early 90s type yeah. thing.
3: And uh, definitely appeared nude in a lot of films in this era. Uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High was like around the same time. And uh, she definitely has an appeal that I am not going to try and deny. Not at all.
4: I I don't know why you would.
3: (laughs) All right. So things start to get really saucy, not just because we're getting into seeing Jennifer Jason Lee.
4: Just because we're being creepy.
3: Yeah, as she guides his hand down to the gate of heaven and then the very late 80s erotic sex scene begins proper as the couple have a very vanilla missionary sex that is so just a dream as the ceiling begins leaking and the room floods with a rainstorm. The sex turns more aggressive and much more interesting and then a little (laughs) violent and a lot more depressing as the room floods like it's a 90s Aussie video and he's saying no more tears. This causes Jennifer's character to to awaken gasping for air and the opening credits roll over what looks like footage of the classic dick durock swamp thing from the 90s
4: but, uh yeah we are definitely in the swamp uh you know shit happens uh sorry we're all here in the south uh because it's not so great
3: we watch as Jennifer Jason Lee wonders said swamp and is followed by a dude on what I'm going to refer to as a swamp gondola because I don't know what the fuck else it is. It's a gondolish type of ship. He's using the pole to move around. He's in the swamp. So swamp gondola.
4: Yeah. Yeah. He's in a swamp gondola. And and I guess people, a lot of people have gondolas out in the swamp, and I'm a little jealous. I would like my own swamp gondola. You would first need
3: a swamp. So that's a lot of work.
4: You're the killer of dreams. Go ahead.
3: <laughs> also in my job description is the host.
4: <laughs> this all has a very
3: ethereal and dreamlike quality to it as well. I was being facetious at first when I made the reference to the Dick Durak swamp thing, but the way that that was shot where everything felt like it was just this weird fever dream, it has that same quality down here. That just must be the swamp. I guess
4: it must be There's, If you're living in the swamp, you're in a fever dream.
3: He spies on her contemplating what one can only assume is the empty of a self-aware being left to find their own way in a hostile and uncaring universe. I may be reading too much into that.
4: Uh, probably.
3: Her deep thoughts, quote unquote, are interrupted by the swamp boat stalker who says her name, which is apparently Lucy, in a very creepy ghost-like voice. Wait, that's fucking dialogue. I got two movies to get done in one night. That's our first clip.
4: Yeah, how are you not that
1: clip that? Lucy. Lucy.
2: I'm going to get you. Uh Uh-uh. You better hurry. I will. Uh
0: Uh-uh.
2: I'm right behind you. in in the morning yeah i'll get right on it all right
3: so most of that clip is the two of them frolicking and playing and being rather uh, friendly and you can tell that there is a sexual tension between the two of them especially at the end of the clip right before the older sister calls out for the guy to go do his fucking job
4: yeah it looked like they were getting ready to fuck in a gazebo right
3: right like the only times in my life i've ever gotten that look from a lady was when i was about to get laid like she very she was very clearly like almost like aggressively about to start ripping off his clothes and vice versa like they are
4: ready to throw down if my wife opened up the door to the basement right now and gave me that look i would tell you fuck your show and I'll talk to you in uh, like three minutes. It won't be that long, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, as we
3: mentioned, there is a very lustful exchange of glances between the two of them when he finally catches up with her. But they are cock-blocked by the owner of the B and B place. Now, while they while they're frolicking around, they run past the sign for the place. It's called the Willows. It's a B and B, or it's a place to stay, or whatever. Um, they actually show the sign of that. And apparently, because we heard at the end of the clip, the guy that is the swamp stalker, his name is Etienne, which is impossible to try and figure out how to spell to keep spell check happy when you don't know French.
4: Just some Louisiana prick. That's all I said.
3: <laughs> Crossfades from this into our next clip.
0: You look beautiful. beautiful. Oh. <laughs> Charlie?
6: Yes, dear. What?
0: Why do you always stop us playing?
6: Well, it was fine when you were children. It's different now. How? just is. Why don't you go with us tonight? You know how much you like to dance with Cleve. Please
0: be ready about half past eight. (laughs) Mm, I can't. I still got two rooms to make up. Did you take your pills? Charlie, I'm feeling so fine. I don't think I
6: need to take him anymore. I am going to read you a story when I get home.
1: Yeah.
6: Good.
0: You remember how Mama used to dance with Daddy?
6: With her feet on top of his feet?
0: (laughs) Would you dance like that with Cleve tonight?
6: All right. For you. Hey, uh, I solved a big case today. Really?
7: Yeah. You want to hear about
6: him? Sure. Well,
7: there's this uh, guy, you see, and he's real nice, well-liked,
6: and
7: good-looking, too. He spent eight years wooing the same gal. But whenever the subject of marriage came up, she always wanted to talk about something else. So the guy started getting a little frustrated.
6: Please.
7: Anyway, this woman happened to have a younger sister. Wonderful gal, but a little, little delicate. Now the guy wanted to set a date, but uh, they couldn't see cause, well, they have to wait for exactly the right moment when the sister can be told. Now, this part you're not gonna believe. Three years go by. Well, that's over a thousand days and nights, and still there's just no right time.
6: You just don't understand. No, wait, wait, I told you I
7: solved this case today. See, I figured out what the guy's problem is. It has nothing to do with the sister. You know, see, the plain and simple truth is that... that the woman just doesn't love the guy enough. Please, no, that's
6: not true.
7: It's all right. I gave my friend some good advice. I told him to... you know, take his gal to the dance, same as always. I explained to her why it had to end.
3: the clip ends where the pig does some kind of square dance soloing bullshit on the behest of his constituents after dumping his gal for
4: not wanting to become his legal property broken up with at the dance brutal now you say property let's 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 be fair because i understand he's a cop and we hate him but let's be fair uh sounds like somebody here has commitment issues uh, a lot of them and what are you supposed to do as a person just stay in limbo where the person you care about like just ignores you constantly just say it
3: why not just enjoy what it is that you have and why do you have to have more
4: uh, but that's his right to want more and it's no one's owed a relationship and so he ended it
3: now he's a fucking pig Fuck i him.
4: get it i get it we hate him i i, I get it
3: Anyway, Lucy is dancing like nobody's watching, but it turns out someone actually is watching. That ends up having some dialogue and our next clip. Good job. What
2: are
1: you doing here?
2: The fan went in my shack. It got so hot, I thought that maybe I could watch him TV. Can Can you use the one in the
0: music room? Don't tell Charlotte.
1: Oh, no, I won't. I like watching
7: you move. Hope I'm not disturbing anything. I know I wasn't expected till tomorrow, but I had a hell of a week. And I just decided to get out of there early. I have a reservation. I'm Matt Rutledge.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Well, uh, it's here. Take Mr. Rutledge's bags to his room.
8: You can call me Matt.
0: Follow me, Matt.
7: More? Mm. Thank you. Can't remember the last time I tasted real food. In D.C., I eat out all the time.
6: What is it you do, Mr. Rutledge? Matt. Matt? I'm a congressional aide. Ooh. That sounds important. <laughs> well, not nearly as important as antique furniture, home cooked meals, <laughs> bayou
7: tours.
0: Oh. Good good morning.
7: Good morning. Did you
6: sleep well? Where is it, Jan? Now, if he
2: doesn't get here soon, it will Come just right be too hot. I got the boat ready. Are you coming? Yes, I am. Well, see you later. Who lives around here? Trappers, shrimpers, a couple of psychos, like me. People that gotta happen to getting lost out here. And a lot of times, watch ahead. Than they never even heard from again. Of course, Lucy says they're all still out here. She thinks the swamp is haunted. You know, ghosts.
6: Lucy? The others will be here any minute. Thank you. You weren't up when I got home last night. Oh, I was tired. How
0: was the dance?
6: Fine. I started another painting for Cleve. Oh. Well, Cleve won't be coming around here for a while. Why? Oh, we had a disagreement. It was about me, wasn't it? you are here. Anybody home? Oh. Come in. Lucy, don't be too friendly with the guests tonight. Okay.
9: The house is lovely, just like the pictures of the guidebook. Usually these places are so dirty, but this is... Actually, spotless in my own home in Englewood. Lenny, put those down. I don't want you to get a hernia to spoil my vacation. It's okay, Ma. It's not okay. Lenny's not a schlepper.
6: So, what's your name? That's Bob. So... He's my sister's dog. Come
9: here, Bobo. Come to mommy. Such a nice dog. It's like my missy at home. How old? I'm 16. Oh, too old to live. You better put him to sleep this trip is costing me a fortune but it beats europe terrorism not for me and the french they're not getting one penny of my money i'll show you to your rooms lady get my camera from the car
2: i saw the way that you were looking at lucy you know she's a pretty girl but yeah but you know she's crazy that's all she spent three years in a bug house and now she can't get a 100 yards away from the willows without having a breakdown. See, that's the only reason that they keep that place open. Because it's showing sure the guests. But just in case that you got anything in mind, there's something that you should know. Nobody gets into her pants. Nobody. Hey, you mind picking up that bird? Sure. Pick it up by the wings. What the hell was that? It was a gator snap. I could have been killed. You had enough? You want to go back?
1: Yeah, yeah, let's go back.
9: My husband was in the lace business. He was a genius. Now Lenny runs the company. If it wasn't for me, they'd both be starving. Ma, I'm only kidding. Lenny's a genius too. Lenny, give me that broccoli. Here. Finish oh, no. it. So, what about you two? You're not married, ma. You're both nice girls. I wonder what's wrong with you. Well, there's nothing
6: wrong with us. It's just that, ever since our parents died, I had to take care of Lucy. <coughs> Boy, for a skinny
9: guy, you sure do pack it away. Yeah. No, Have some more. No. Please, really, I couldn't possibly. You were saying, um.
6: Well, one can't marry anybody. You have to
9: wait for the right man, as they say. I know what you mean, especially around here. You don't want some guy in a loincloth who just fell out of a tree. My Exactly. Some more wine? Yes, please.
6: Oh, thank you.
9: What about Lucy? Don't she get any?
6: Uh, Lucy doesn't drink. Well,
0: I, um, I think I will have some tonight. Just um, a little bit.
6: <laughs> <laughs> if there's something funny, why don't you share it with all
9: of us? Relax. They like each other. Anybody can see that. Give both of these girls something to drink. The rain's here.
0: It's,
6: it's just been dry for a month. Why, for what a relief. It's in here. So what do we do now? Maybe Lucy will tell us a story. What? She tells wonderful ghost stories. Maybe because she really believes in them. Please. Why don't you tell us about Widow's Cove? So I was just out there this afternoon. I'm sure Mr. Rutledge would be fascinated by your ideas on the subject. Yes, I would. It's, um,
0: it's where they live. The ghosts. You see, I saw them once. They showed themselves to me.
6: What happened? It's nothing to worry about. Go on, Lucy.
0: I heard a voice calling out my name. It was dark, so I knew not to go out, but... the voice just kept at me. And I found myself heading deep into the cove. Well, of course, they were all there. The fishermen. Trappers, some families, children even. I'm, I'm not afraid to look the dead in the face. But their eyes, there's such longing in their eyes. You see, I could tell they were my friends. They wanted to protect me. All, all, all the people from the parish, anyone who ever died in the swamp. Then I heard their voice again around and there was a boy. He was different from the others. His eyes were hollow and his skin, oh God, his, his skin was decayed and he was trying to come to me, but the others wouldn't let him pass. They were protecting me. Judd wanted to kill me it was
6: just let see that's enough
0: who was the boy
6: oh that was just a, another figment of her imagination ah! why
2: i think the generator's just blown
6: i'll get the keys uh i have to close the windows
3: i'll help
9: we're in a nuthouse here
3: everybody's still awake did
9: we just watch
4: the whole movie
3: Hey, man, I'm not writing all that shit down. The story just told itself. It was literally all dialogue.
4: Well, yeah, I don't blame you.
3: (laughs) (laughs) After that mega clip, Lucy takes Eric Stoltz to the ballroom where she shuts windows with his help. And you can cut that sexual tension with a butter knife as they travel around together to the attic. This has all the earmarks of a 90s erotic thriller, but is three years earlier than them.
4: Yeah, it's very much reminded me of a uh, a, 90s. 90s thriller, like yeah, this uh, romance thriller type thing.
3: <laughs> this is also the end of the first 20 minutes, so go ahead and expand oh. upon
4: that. Well, it has a, one of those like uh, God, what am I trying to view here? It's like all those movies from like the early 90s that were all those erotic thrillers. It was always hot. Shannon so, Tweed, yeah, Shannon every, Tweed film. Everyone's always sweaty.
3: Uh, <laughs> Usually ended up on USA up all night uh, yeah. as like the first feature. And then the second feature was something even like, you know, a, a little bit more gaudy, like an 80s sex comedy that like when you watch it, you're like, wow, there's a lot of like sexual assault in this.
4: Yeah, there's a like, oh my God, are they just staring at girls in the showers without them knowing that seems a little odd. <laughs>
3: Right, right. That's that shouldn't be, but uh, this uh, this definitely has a feel of. And I I can't think of. um, There's some that we've definitely covered on the show, like in the cold of the night, where it was a guy who there was something possibly wrong with his mind, so he was having visions or these sort of like pixelated dreams of murdering a woman that he had just had sexual congress with, and it was like this nightmare that was plaguing him. We we covered that. Shannon Tweed was in that one, and there was another one that we covered not too long ago that I. I just can't think of like all the titles off the top of my head because they're not films that are really sticking with you. They were literally just the nudie cutie of their day in that they were just a plot line that was packaged together loosely to have an
4: excuse to have sex yeah. in the film. Yeah, no, that's that's very correct. They, I mean, it was just an excuse to have some people naked on tv right it was but you had to have a story obviously yeah it was a
3: softcore pornography type mystery thriller that was very much aping on what it was that uh brian de palma was doing in the very early 80s and just kind of taking out the darker edge to the sexuality and leaving the sexuality okay but still having it be between people that were you know gonna kill each other or some shit like
4: that yeah yeah some you know lady uh god i think i remember one where it was shannon tweed one where her husband kills himself and she blames uh some guy who her husband worked with to get the oh Scorned. there you go
3: yeah i just you describing it that's one of the ones that i really actually yeah. liked a lot when i was a kid i watched that one a lot and not just because i had the hots for shannon tweed
4: i mean i i only watched it because i had the hots for shannon tweed so <laughs> I guess
3: basically what we're saying is, I think it's time that we start trying to work some erotic thrillers into our show. I
4: think we got to work in some (laughs) Shannon (laughs) tweet.
3: God, would I love to work it into some I mean
4: oh, oh, oh. Let's, hey. move, let's move on. The next 20 start, the
3: next 20 starts where she shows him her paintings when they make it into the attic, and they go up there basically to close the attic window. The film cuts to ATN opening up the cellar door and firing up the generator, and he gets it all up and running again. And this makes it to where he ends up seeing Lucy and Eric Stoltz getting after it in the lit up attic window. No good come from this?
4: No, no. This is uh, this is probably not going to be a great thing. <laughs> They cut from
3: this to Etienne in his shack, getting what looks like a gun. Then they cut back to Eric Stoltz and Lucy sneaking around for a place to get after it a little bit more. When the other guests can be heard complaining of the smell of the place, they claim something about the moisture is doing something wrong with the hair. I don't need to describe all this. This is dialogue. I'm just going to take this and make it into a clip. So Lucy actually secrets Eric Stoltz away into her room during this section where there is actually dialogue and our next clip.
9: that smell? I don't smell
1: anything. That's because you got a DDA scepter. What's wrong with your hair? It dropped.
9: It's the moisture in the mildew. Did you bring the fluid for your soft lenses? Ma! Where are you sleeping? My husband. I suppose I have to go. Night, Mother. You have any water in your room? I probably won't sleep. Good night again. Bo! Oh. Bo! Oh. Come on.
6: Lucy, Lucy, are you asleep? Come in. Where's Mr. Rutledge?
0: In bed, I suppose. Um, is everyone else asleep?
6: Your behavior with that boy tonight was ridiculous. I'm
0: sorry. I'm sorry.
6: I brought you your pill. You want me to read you a story?
0: Um, no, you know, I'm just going to go straight to sleep. I'm kind of tired.
6: Good night, Bo. Good night. Your sister treats you like a child.
0: No, you don't understand.
7: What is that pill for?
0: It keeps me steady. Does that make you nervous? No. Mm-mm. I'd like you to go now. Good night.
4: Good night. Good night. The lady is telling you to get the physic out of there. (laughs) Later that night, the grandfather
3: clocks in the house go off all at once, like it's the opening of Back to the Future, which Eric Stoltz lost the part of Marty in, by the way.
4: Yeah, he did. Yeah, they even shot some of that shit and... They were just like, no, thank you, Eric Stoltz.
3: <laughs> and the old lady who is a real nudge gets up. Oh, my God. Like way
4: into everyone's fucking business. She's Ugh.
3: all up in arms telling the clocks to shut up as if they have some kind of a choice on this. This is just yeah. a machine.
4: Yeah, it's it's lady. The, the machines haven't taken over. All right. So just settle down.
3: She turns on the light and states they are going to a holiday inn in the morning. That's your prerogative. If this isn't the place for you, that's
4: fine. Yeah, it's all right. Nobody's saying you have to stay, but just don't be a dick about it.
3: This transitions into the attic where someone is staring at a nude portrait of a lady painted by Lucy and bends down to slide a chest out of the way and pop open a spy hole in the floor to watch Lucy sleep. That's not
4: creepy at all.
3: It cuts from this to Bo the dog in the room sensing that something creepy is going on so that somehow spooks the peeping creep who's looking down into putting everything back where they found it. The door to Lucy's room opens slowly and Bo follows the creep who opened it down the stairs. Just as I am dreading something bad was about to happen to this sweet old dog, the old lady opens the door to the kitchen, and that leads to our next
5: clip.
9: So, who's hungry now? Mm. Oh. Mm, come on, I want to stop. You go to the holiday and you call room service. Mm. You're out here in the fucking woods, you gotta get it yourself. What I'm doing here in the first place, I don't know that to begin with. In the middle of a swamp with a bunch of French nuts telling fucking ghost stories I heard in summer camp. But you're not crazy, Bo. <laughs> you're the nicest one here. Now he's slow. Chew your food. Don't gum it to death. <laughs> not for me.
3: Ah, uh, man. She may be a horrible person to other people, but the way she treats dogs makes her somewhat redeemable to me.
4: Yeah, yeah. She's really nice to the dog. Like, come on, let's get some food, big guy. You're not crazy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> During the clip, the old lady is followed by the creeper with a knife. We then see Bo is in the kitchen eating still, and the creeper feeds him a bowl of something and closes the fridge. It cuts to the next day as breakfast is being prepared by the eldest sister, and the sheriff drops by once again dialogue and our next, next clip. Next yeah,
1: yeah. Can I come in?
6: Uh, <laughs> of, of course. I just- yes. Oh,
7: my. I stopped by for two reasons. Actually, I want to make sure the rain didn't knock the house down.
6: Oh, not this time. <laughs> Although the, the roof does look a little shaky. Yeah. And yeah. Well, that's the other reason you came oh, by. Oh, yeah,
7: yeah. Um, my raincoat. I, I left it here last time. I thought I'd take it to mass because it looks like it might. Oh, it must be in the hall closet. Surely. Forget the coat for a moment. Uh, look, about the other night, I, I I don't want you to think I don't understand about Lucy because I do. I know she had a rough time once. Well, I mean, you both did, but. But Sugar, she's fine now. Has been for a while. I, you, you just can't see her. You it just
6: for don't understand, do you? She is fine because I made her fine.
7: You going through the night?
6: No, we're going on later. Yeah. Charlie, you seen Bo?
0: both? Was here? He was. Why, ain't you
6: taking us to mass? No. Why not? Because he's not. Stop being so nosy and get to work. I'm sure you'll want everything nice and tidy when your precious little man can... No,
1: I'll do the vacuum.
3: sister's being kind of a bitch mm, well yeah <laughs> they've got baggage both sisters very yeah. much so oh yeah
4: well don't go blaming your younger sister for your fucking life choices
3: <laughs> during the clip the woman goes into the closet and it has blood splatter everywhere bo is missing and he better not have been killed fuck
4: uh, no they didn't kill the dog come
3: on Lucy goes into the same closet and finds a blood soaked cord for what I assume is the vacuum and the aftermath of a very murdered bow hanging there is seen where he is hung by the vacuum cord and apparently mutilated to death as blood is everywhere. Fuck you, movie. Yeah. Fuck you very much. Kill all rude. the people
4: you want, but leave the dogs alone. You're supposed to leave the dogs alone. That's the, that's the whole point.
3: The film cuts away from this to show the family of three guests leaving, and Eric Stoltz's character is apparently sticking around. There's more dialogue in our next clip.
9: Maddie, I know you like the girl. I'll go home. Come
7: on. I don't think he spent the night here. Looky here, Sheriff. Hmm, quite a collection. Here's our boy now. Come on. Where you been at, you
2: Been trapped. What happened?
7: Lucy's dog got killed here last night.
2: I didn't do nothing. You better put that gun down. Oh right. Somebody killed that dog. And I'm the asshole. WF-1, this is WF-2, 10-4, my traffic.
1: Go ahead. We got a
2: situation here, exact ten twenty, the Willows. I think the best thing for everybody to do right now is just,
7: just clear out. out of here.
6: Lucy's not up to making a trip.
7: Now listen, Trigger, is there something you're not you know, you're know, not telling me here? You have any idea where this might come from, Lucy? Uh,
6: now, just stop this. You're terrorizing her. All
7: right, all right.
6: I want all of you to leave right now.
7: Matt, come on, help me with the dog. Sure. Lucy, I'll be back. Lock it up and stay inside. You can call me if you show something here. Oh, we'll probably come back later. Never mind. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, you know, I guess that pretty well sums it up. Sure. Yeah? About the dog. What about? It? What are we gonna do with the dog? I don't know, stuff it. I think you should be buried. Oh, you do, do you? Well, all right. All right, let's go bury the damn dog. God, can't
6: you see that? It's just Lucy, nice. shh. No, calm, nice. calm down. Just listen to you. You don't know what you're talking about. Lucy, he But he can't, he can't sleep. sleep. You are getting yourself all worked up I over died. nothing. What Lucy? we did was wrong. What we did was wrong. Shh. Lucy, it's vengeance.
0: That's what the dead do. They take Way. Yes, wait! How you do say you it, it was you the best way? You so promised me you
6: would never My talk heard about, about we'll this. Don't we'll you say. remember, what do. First, it's gonna be both. Do you want me to call Dr. Mouton? I will if I have to. Huh? No. Oh.
0: You don't have to. Good. Oh, Charlie, I'm not crazy.
6: Go to your room. What? Go to your room.
3: I'll make you some tea. That is the first 40 minutes of the film down. Well, I feel like
4: we just watched the first 40 minutes of the fucking movie.
3: Like I said, all dialogue is considered for clips or will be clipped. I didn't clip every single thing, but it's all pertinent to the story. Every little piece that I had, except for maybe the old lady talking to the dog. But I was so charmed by that. I just had to have it in there.
4: All right. Well, okay. You could have just said, old lady talks to dog.
3: (laughs) I could have won you over with, hey, but the old lady talked to a dog. And I
4: would have been like, "Ah, great. Good stuff.
3: (laughs) It was actually pretty endearing for her character. Like, you get to see a softer side of her, and she's not such a horrible, horrible person. But by God, did I fucking hate her guts for, like, the first couple of moments. Why are you married?
4: Why who asked that fucking question?
3: <laughs> Your husband ain't dead lady. He's hiding.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> so far, I'm getting really, really intrigued. And the last clip really did kind of reveal that the two girls were basically involved with the murder of someone named Judd. She mentioned the name of Judd Nelson and that this uh rotten boy was haunting her nightmares. To Judd the Nelson? Youngest, no, not Judd, uh Judd Nielsen or whatever Nielsen. I can't. Yeah, but the guy's name was Judd. It yeah, was yeah. Judd something or other, whatever the last name was. And she basically says the name at the dinner and that's when things start getting a little bit awry there. But she's clearly racked with guilt and being the younger of the two sisters, you kind of wonder how young she was whenever this supposed death that they caused has taken place and what the circumstances are. And the way that the older sister is acting and the way that she's like super controlling, it could be either a caregiver at their wits end for the guilt that they feel that they're almost responsible for their sister's current state, or it is someone who is trying to cover up something that they did wrong. Yeah. And this person is a liability and they're trying to control them. But the way that it's portrayed in the film, you don't really know which one it is that you're seeing. And they kind of push you towards thinking in one direction before they reveal the other. And I don't want to say which that is because I don't want to spoil it if someone's just listening to the show instead of watching the movie. Because some people do that sometimes.
4: Well, that's their mistake, really. Why would you wa- why would you listen to a show that reviews a movie where you're going to find out everything before you watch it? Well, some of them don't intend to ever watch the film. Well, okay, you're like not ruining anything. Yeah,
3: but I don't, but, but I want to keep that anticipation of the mystery and not reveal it in the show as
4: well for them. God damn it, Court. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't know. I don't like it. You Fucking just go on with your review.
3: you don't like to not be able to spoil the end result and talk about it now in the like first 40 minutes down
4: i'm a real asshole and it's things i haven't impacted my life when i do those things thank you very much (sighs)
3: that's fair alright so the next 20 starts with the sheriff and Eric Stoltz burying the dog in a makeshift cemetery and then cuts to the older sister startled by ATN. and oh fuck it it's
2: our next clip
6: ah. what are you doing here?
2: I didn't do nothing
6: of course you didn't Lucy go back to bed but Charlie be
2: quiet I know why you're doing this so they won't think that it's you what do you mean? there's only one person in this house that's used to killing and you've been doing it since you were 18
6: i don't know what you're talking
2: about I'm talking about that boy Jud evans i'm talking about what you did to him it just it,
9: it get out
2: because they never found his body that didn't mean you didn't kill him you played innocent and everybody they believed you but not me not me i never believed
1: charlie uh. Uh. Mais
2: je commets tout pour toi You be careful, Lucy.
3: Lucy's sister makes a violent overture at Etienne with a vase or other ceramic space wasting decoration. We actually hear that at the end of the clip, right before he walks away, which he intercepts and then forces her to drop before he just simply leaves right there at the end. Yeah. The film cuts from this to Eric Stoltz driving back to the Willows, where he gets a scare from Etienne who tries to warn him, but it sure seems like he is threatening him at the same time. Seems
4: pretty threatening. Yeah. It doesn't seem like this is a friendly thing.
3: The film cuts from this to the older sister confronting lucy and that is our next clip you told him
6: nope i didn't well how did he know then?
0: he saw us that night when he asked me to go back for judd's cat etienne was standing there
6: why didn't you tell me this before
0: because i didn't want to
6: Just let it go, Charlotte. I'm gonna take care of this.
0: You will not hurt him.
6: I'll handle it. When Matt comes back, Matt's not coming back. Cleve is sending a man to pick up his clothes. Why? I don't understand. He's gone. He's left for home.
0: Why? Did you say something to him about me?
6: He was just toying with you. That's what men do. Why don't you just lie back and close your eyes and just forget all about it. I'll make you something special. Here, how about some music? And who loves you more than anybody in the world? Charlotte. Why? Uh, because I'm her darling. I love you. I'm the region I'll bring in your pill.
8: He is completely honest. Sorry, I can't let you in. I don't understand. I told Lucy I was going to meet her here. She
6: doesn't want to see you.
7: I don't believe you.
6: Well, I don't care what you believe. My sister told me to tell you goodbye. Here's your bag.
8: Can I at least get a bandage? (laughs) Please.
6: here I'll be right back
3: After this, Eric Stoltz's character goes snooping around and runs right up to Lucy's room to try to say goodbye, but is intercepted by her older sister. Lucy apparently could not hear him because of the music box, and she is also now locked in her room. She tries to get his attention as he leaves, but the sound is covered up by the thunderstorm, so she smashes out a window with her music box, and he hears it. As you do. She's desperate. She's really horny. She really likes him, apparently. Real horny. And he hears this and then runs up the stairs to try to be a hero,
4: quote unquote.
3: Yeah. He ends up kicking in her locked door. They embrace and Lucy closes the door with a vindictive look on her face at her sister. (laughs) Yeah,
4: cold-blooded.
3: They cut from this to the pig pen. I mean, the sheriff's office and our next clip.
8: Case starting to
7: flood. So Don't think we can organize that search party till morning. Sheriff, do me a favor, Raj. Give me the file on the Nivens case.
0: She said you weren't coming back.
3: All right. So it wasn't the uh, Judd Nelson. It was Judd Nivens. I knew it was an N. It was definitely an N word. <laughs>
4: I mean, because Judd Nelson's an actor. <laughs>
3: <laughs> right. And you know, when I when I think of violent, hateful things, I think of Judd Nelson as God, an actor. God damn. I, mean, <laughs> I get it, but Jesus. <laughs> Dude, after Relentless, he terrifies me. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the clip, Stoltz fumbles his move and breaks some shit, but he follows Lucy to her room, where she is down to a slip, and the two of them get after it like young couples are wont to do.
4: They boot mud only wetter.
3: (laughs) There is some titty sucking on camera with implied oral being given to Lucy to... Then the film cuts to the older sister digging in the weapon stash, then back to the sexual Congress in progress with full tit shots. Thank you, movie, both instances. And then it cuts back to the older sister having some kind of a breakdown, then back to the sex. Then we see the older sister watching the sex and she must be the creeper. And therefore, is she the one who killed the dog? What the fuck is going on? Are we being gaslit like somebody in this movie might be? <laughs> <laughs> she pulls out this old dress and holds it up as though it is a special dress for her and has a flashback audio hallucination. Hey, wait, that counts. It's dialogue next clip. He should have
9: been a guy today.
7: You're not going to see that boy again, ever. So how's your birthday, boy?
6: Terrible without you.
7: Me?
2: I ain't good enough for you just
6: oh,
2: It's not true. This means us. Well, it's your birthday and I'm watching something special.
1: What? It's right here in my pants. Judd, don't
6: talk like that. Judd?
7: Yes, Mr. Wild, I told you. Oh, yes, sir, we're going to send somebody out there just as soon as the storm clears. Okay. Yes. like I said somebody be by just I gotta go now good
0: night Matt. Thank you for coming back.
3: During the clip, the sheriff is looking over the case file for the missing Nevins boy. That boy is apparently the one who the older sisters killed. So he must have assaulted from the sound of that clip of what was about to happen or attempted to assault her. And I'm guessing the knife that was involved there that he dropped on the ground may be involved with how he was killed. We're not sure exactly yet, but the film's just really heavily hinting at all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Before we can focus on any of that, as we heard at the end of the clip, Eric Stoltz nuts and runs, and Lucy takes a bath to stew in her own sex juices. Seriously, people. All right. Pee and shower after sex. Don't soak in a cream pie contaminated tub if you want to scrub that shit off. It's just going to keep being in the water.
4: Hey, do not tell her how to live her life, all right? Hey, we are three this, fucking if, Americans. If, We will do what we want.
3: If this is something that you are wanting to achieve is to clean yourself off after sex. Maybe she's
4: not. Maybe she's having a nice soak. Maybe she's sore. That might have been her first time. We don't know.
3: (laughs) Maybe she wants to soak in her own filth. That's totally fine. Whatever. I get it. She is naked either way, so thank you, movie. And that is the end of the first Uh, hour.
4: I'm just going to say, you're a judgy McJudgerson fuck. That's all you are right now. This whole movie, you've been judging everybody for their lifestyle choices.
3: (laughs) Says the guy who's bagged on everybody from being in Louisiana. That's only because the it's
4: the South and no one likes it. We all know that. <laughs> S- the but people it's okay in for South her- like it.
3: <laughs> okay. Well, if this is like some kind of a kink that you're into to bathe in your own juices after sex, I'm just saying if your goal is to get clean, maybe not take a bath after getting nutted in.
4: Okay. Number one. No, it's not a kink of mine. Why? I'm far too fat for a bathtub. Thank you. Number two. I don't know. Maybe she's not trying to get clean. Maybe she's just trying to relax. All right? Her body went through a stressful event. She let a man (laughs) penetrate her. Jesus. (laughs) I love that that's our takeaway from
3: the sequence.
4: we are just the absolute two worst human beings i'm just gonna go ahead and say it at
3: this moment i'm not gonna disagree with you because i definitely feel that let's move on let's let's, just finish let's, this
4: let's just, yeah let's let's fucking let's power through this we have a whole other fucking thing to go through Alright, so the final
3: 30. She is still naked in the tub and thinks she hears a noise and then hears some maniacal laughter and someone chanting her name, coaxing her to play hide and seek. (sighs) She has a flashback of her sister's birthday party where she is playing hide and seek with a very young ATN. She overhears her sister being assaulted and we see this in flashback as she clubs the dude on the head and he immediately goes to what appears to be rape the little girl now.
4: Yeah, he and he looks like he's about to get real rapey with a little girl. This guy should probably die.
3: He goes after the little version of Lucy as the older sister tries to stop him. She is unable to pull him off, so she grabs for the knife and tells him to get off of her sister. He comes at her and she stabs him as he tries to hurt her again.
4: Stay away from her, you bitch!
3: The panicked pair work together to get rid of the body as Lucy is sent back for the rapist cap. Lucy begs ATN, or some child who is in the shadows who she assumes is ATN, not to tell anyone what happened. And we see the sisters dump the body into the water. This flashback shows why Lucy has nightmares of drowning during sexual desires and is real fucking grim. Yeah, it's
4: um she's got some trauma.
3: It's a really great story payoff to what they set up in a dream sequence in the beginning. It's not just a throwaway dream. This is things in her subconscious trying to emerge as she has her own very serious sexual awakening as a young woman. Uh, She's been very regressed most of her life, but through the work that her sister and her have done and the medication, she's actually been able to slowly mature and that has awakened these kinds of desires in her. And the way that they do this in the story payoff is really interesting. Her personal demons just so happened to be a past trauma that she very clearly blocked out i mean it's not the killing part but what happened to her that caused the killing
4: and it's real good storytelling i mean we haven't seen that in a while after a full fucking month of Matei, so it's really (laughs) nice to get some payoffs here
3: (gasps) and i'm not gonna lie we probably won't see that for the rest of this year after this episode either
4: probably not
3: All right, so they make a pact to never talk about this self-defense slaughter. Although they seem to think that they're murderers, this is just innocent children who didn't know
4: any better. They were just defending themselves. Yeah, it's uh, this is. The, I mean, you you killed a rapist. It's it's fine.
3: <laughs> then we come back to the real world currently existing around Lucy, where she is convinced she sees the spirit of that rapist out in the yard. ATN is packing to make a break for it when he sees someone dressed like the rapist who he then follows into the swamp and swims himself out to find that it is Eric Stoltz dressed like the rapist so he knew who killed their would be rapist because yeah. it was Eric Stoltz as a young man they, they show all this in flashback and all that kind of stuff Lucy happens upon ATN just as Eric Stoltz flees and ATN dies in her arms oh no she, she looks out over the swamp, very disassociated, and they cut from this to her rushing to be with Eric Stoltz. Oh, Jesus, that's a bad choice right now. Yeah. And our next clip.
0: Please. Oh, please. Please. I can't. I can't carry my own what? Please, I need your help. Please.
1: Shh, shh, shh. It's, okay. it's okay. It's okay. I've got you.
0: What happened? S- someone killed it Someone killed him.
8: Lucy. Who do you think did it? Hmm? Who else is here? Who else is in this house?
0: No one. It's just you and, and and me and Charlotte. That's right. No.
8: It's her. No, you're
0: wrong. No, she wouldn't.
8: Think about it, Lucy. She has lied to you all along, hasn't she? Hasn't she? She's a dangerous woman, Lucy, and unless we do something about it, I could be next. Oh, no.
0: No. I won't. I won't let anything happen to you. I won't.
4: My prince, gross.
3: (laughs) (laughs) After this, she leaves the room and it is shown he was just able to beat her to this room and still has his boots on from the murder. Lucy wanders the corridors of the home in fear as he grabs the hat of the rapist and the older sister gets the shotgun from the bloody closet. Jesus, why didn't anybody clean that up?
4: Yeah, um, I'm sure that probably doesn't help the smell of the place. (laughs)
3: <laughs> Lucy is hiding, and Eric Stoltz is waiting to see how this plays out as Lucy runs into her sister. Thankfully, there's dialogue so I can stop writing. And our next clip.
6: What are you doing, Lucy? Stay away from me. Lucy? What is this all about? I
0: was out there. I saw what you did to A-10. You were...
6: Honey, you're hallucinating again. A-10... 10s not dead. He's just gone.
1: He died in my arms, Charlotte. Did
6: you take your pills today? Don't do that to me. Not anymore. What do you mean?
0: You've been me all along so I wouldn't tell. You put me in an institution so I wouldn't tell.
6: Oh, my God, Lucy.
1: You're my sister.
6: Baby, and
1: you poisoned me.
6: We gotta get some help. Oh, it's dead. Lucy, Lucy, listen to me. We are in great danger here. Lucy, here, look at this picture. Who is it? Who do you see? What? No, it's Judd, not Matt. Matt is his little brother. Just Lucy, you never knew Judd. Matt is just like him. He tries to hide it, but it's still there. He has planned out this whole thing. He has turned us
1: against each other. See, you have to trust me.
0: He can go now.
1: Lucy, he wants to kill
8: both of us. Lucy's is that loaded? Is it? You should be very careful with that.
6: Judd used to call you his little shadow, remember Matt? What? Little shadow.
8: What? What are you talking about?
6: You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I should have
8: recognized you
6: before now. You're just like Jud. Don't trust him, Lucy. Please don't give him that gun.
1: Let her think for herself.
6: You know I would never hurt you.
3: End of the clip starts off a huge chase scene where the oldest sister is pursued by Eric Stoltz all the way to the attic. She locks herself in and even bars the door like the old-timey way. Yeah. He blasts his way through the door that she locked, and that leads to our
1: next clip. I didn't think I'd ever come back.
6: You don't understand about it, brother. It was an accident. I saw it. Oh
8: my god. I saw everything you did. I saw you dump my brother's body in the swamp, and I watched you stand up to the court and swear before God that it never happened. So I waited. Waited
1: for what?
8: To hear you tell me the truth.
1: <clears throat>
8: I want to hear you say that you killed my brother.
6: No, it was an accident. He
1: died to around- I
8: want
1: to It'll hear you say it. it. No.
6: Come on. I want to hear it from you. Say it. No. Say it. No. Come on. We have to
3: hurry. Come on. I'm not going to try and rephrase it because I think Zombie Land perfected it, but always double tap. people. Always double
4: tap always
3: at the end of the clip lucy brains the vengeful brother just like she did to the rapist piece of shit and they dart off without finishing him off or getting the gun again double tap double tap, people it's come on now (laughs) or just the dirty hairy way and make damn sure they're dead yeah that too He gets his shit together and follows them as they get out of the house and the cops are pulling up. The sheriff confronts the vengeful brother and tries to talk him down. The pig makes a move, but is too slow on the draw and gets blasted by the shotgun. Although he's supposed to be a good guy. I kind of really enjoyed that scene.
4: Yeah. I mean, at least he's trying to stop the rapist though. So I'm just saying. This guy's not a
3: rapist. He's a vengeful bastard who Okay, but his brother get- was
4: a rapist and he's trying to give. I don't know, man, I'm just saying I'm pretty sure this guy's probably a rapist as well (laughs)
3: Well, I mean, he definitely has some creepiness to him, so we'll just move on. Yeah. Lucy runs off into the swamp and the vengeful brother follows after, but is unable to keep track of her. She makes it to where the brother was dumped and the vengeful brother takes her into the swamp where his brother was dumped and tries to make her drown in the water. He is somehow bucked off of her, which is not explained in any way, shape or form, other than a bunch of hands start grabbing him from the deep of the swamp swamp and pulling him down into the murky waters these must be the ghosts lucy believes in i'm guessing at this point
4: yeah then it gets all kind of supernatural and shit
3: A fog bank rolls in around Lucy and she sees a brief outline of who we assume is ATN, but then several other people are there. Either she is hallucinating or there are spirits there. She then sees the true ATN figure on his swamp gondola as he reaches out to her and is shirtless. Lucy's name is called by her sister and then suddenly reality envelops her again. Her sister makes it to her, Asked her the question, it's all over now, isn't it? And then they cut from that to a wedding where the sheriff actually somehow lived through all of this. Blast to the shoulder. And the older sister is now prepared to be married. Finally. They've worked through their baggage by killing another man together. I mean, finally. That leads to our final clip.
6: Perfect. How are you feeling? Happy. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. Well... Oh, it's time. Yeah. Oh, your hat. My hat? Oh wait for me. Wait. No, I won't. I'll- <laughs> oh, hurry. Yes, hurry
3: up. <gasps> at the end of the clip, she hallucinates Eric Stoltz in a suit behind her. When she checks her hat in the mirror, then she hallucinates him busting through the mirror at her. We hear the wedding march and they cut to the outside of the estate. Roll those credits like it's a motherfucking TV movie with character moments and actor names and everything. <sighs> Um, I don't think that was supernatural. I think she's a very traumatized young woman who has a lot of personal demons and ghosts that she's not dealing with. And the fact that she killed someone indirectly or was part of a murder and covering it up. And then now whatever ended up happening between her and Eric Stoltz's character out in the swamp. I mean, this could very easily be argued that this ending credit sequence where she is, um, uh, seeing her sister married and happy could be the firing neurons of her dying brain as she drowns in the swamp, where she just thinks she gets rescued. You could think that too. It doesn't. It, it do, it's still very ethereal and it doesn't fully go that direction. But maybe somehow she fought him off and he did drown. Like she hit him again, or something happened to where he is end up dead in the swamp. But she dreams of these people. I don't think it's really supernatural. There's never really a hint of actual supernatural, and we've seen her visually and audibly hallucinate before.
4: Yeah. No. You're 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 not wrong. Um. I just think it's ghosts because they're real and you're a skeptic piece of shit. <laughs> that's fine.
3: I don't mind I'm the kidding. supernatural I'm sure either.
4: She's a very traumatized young lady yeah. after seeing her sister, after almost getting sexually assaulted by some guy and then watching her sister killing a man uh, as a child. Yeah, that's that's going to be a problem.
3: And also, I don't mind that the story does the supernatural thing at the end because they set it up where she believes in ghosts. She goes out there to apparently visit them and speak with them. Yeah. You know, that's what she's doing at the very beginning of the film. And perhaps her trauma opens her up to that in the context of the film to where she is now attuned with that world uh, or the other side that that exists in the swamp. And maybe because she has somewhat befriended them, they did defend her at the end of the film. And it's not really a supernatural twist. It's just something they've been subtly setting up. I'm fine with that in the context of the film for the storytelling. It's just that I interpreted it as if she was hallucinating.
4: I actually did, too. I
3: to know, deal with the trauma of however she defended herself it, I believe, and he killed another man.
4: Yeah, she she somehow fought off Eric Stoltz's character and he drowned. But she she needed that vision of ghosts helping her to actually be able to do it.
3: Yeah, more than likely he got caught up in some of the like stuff that's at seaweed. the bottom of the swamp or yeah. something, and she was maybe able a to gator got him. Well, you know, because he was bleeding, and if he was pushing her under the ground, she would be doing all the the turmoil movements yeah. that the, the gator would need. But maybe the gator jumped. Yeah, man, I wish we could have seen that. You yeah, know, like right. A, right. An indication before she started seeing. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's good <laughs> shit. That's good see, shit.
4: See, we'll tell you how you should have wrote your film. Apparently, yeah. we we'll, we'll tell you how to make a goddamn movie, motherfuckers.
3: Well, they set up that a gator like found him rather tasty and, 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 you know, wanted to go after him because there was blood in the water and he was, it, it popped up at him instead of trying to get the chicken, you know?
4: Well, you know what they say? Those who can't do podcast about it.
3: <laughs> Ain't that the fucking truth with these two?
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, we got a lot of shit to get through. Why don't we take a quick break? We'll do a quick news story and then we'll move on to the next episode. <laughs> All righty then all right folks uh, for the pirate radio edit uh, right before the news i've got nico with the song little sister let's hope i lucked out as good as i did with the first one actually kind of lined up with some of the storyline in the movie at all i got super lucky i literally picked that just because it said little sister as the title i'd the
1: sister christian you're the only one.
3: No, no, I did go with Sweet Soul Sister from the cult, though.
4: Oh, there you go. Well, that's good, too. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I reused one of my favorite Depeche Mode songs on the album Ultra, Sister of Night, to end up that. But nobody cares about that music that they're about to hear on the Pirate Radio edit. What they really want is for you to give them some psy-offers.
4: from main man robert out in the field uh, our main man in the field robert he
5: must have an incredibly long penis
4: that's the story berkeley man charged with getting drunk on church altar wine and dressing himself in choir robes
5: you can't pay your bail well i could probably fix
3: that
4: for a blowy maybe Maybe, you know, you never know what the people are going to need out here. All right. MacGyver ain't got shit on me. Give me a fucking paperclip, some chewed up bubble gum, and a string. I'll get whatever dildo you need out of you. I, I will do that as well. I I do have that kind of experience. Um, all right. A, I hooked up with a bad boy. Is that how you learned it? Yeah. I hooked up with a bad boy. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Uh, a Berkeley <laughs> resident has been arrested and charged with a felony for allegedly walking into a local escap. Uh, es- uh, Episcopal Church. Yeah, Episcopal. Episcopal. All right, I got, I got there. Yeah, drinking the altar wine and helping himself to some choir robes on his way out the door, pulling it just to pull it. But right, I swear to God, I've been nowhere near Berkeley since. <laughs> <laughs> the, sus- the suspect, a thirty-four-year-old unsheltered man, who was that's that's a fancy way of saying homeless, isn't it?
3: <laughs> unsheltered. Yeah. 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 yeah.
4: Who is living in Berkeley was linked to the crime based on eyewitness accounts and the DNA test on the unfinished bottle of ultra wine. Well, if you're going to steal ultra wine, you should probably just finish it. Yeah, um, why not? He was charged with one count of second degree burglary and is being held in the Santa Rita jail in Dublin in lieu of $5,000 bail. That's horse shit. I mean it's a I can't pay you
3: bail. Well, I could probably fix that for a
4: blowy. Oh, I fucking hate churches. The man was arrested Thursday on suspicion of burglary, a probation violation on a prior burglary conviction in possession of a controlled substance. He is scheduled to go into court for an arraignment hearing on Monday. How about you know, instead of going to court, send him to jail, whatever, maybe we get him help.
3: Uh, this is a uh, multiple offense, which is why the bail is so high. They had always kind of.
4: It's thievery. That is uh, good. God almighty. It's thievery. <laughs> Get him help instead. He's homeless. What else is he supposed to do? <laughs> Fucking talk knockers. Uh
3: It's a church, man. You expect them to actually, like, clothe and shelter and take care of people? That's not what they're there for. They're there to bilk people out of their money and pretend like they do
4: that shit. What a bag of dicks. Upon further investigation, the employee discovered a half-empty bottle of altar wine still inside the church. It turned out the suspect was well known to police and neighbors on Upper Claremont Avenue. He'd been arrested. And in- we're back to Dix. He'd been arrested in connection with prior burglaries in the area, was a suspect in seven area break-ins since 2020, and had a court order banning him from within 100 yards of a nearby property, according to court records. He was arrested in late November, but released pending further investigation. The La- uh, Alameda County District Attorney's Office filed a one-count felony complaint against him on March 14th.
3: It's almost like he's committing crimes just to have a place to stay to go to jail for a while.
4: Yeah, life. maybe, maybe we, you know, maybe there should be something done to help, but nah, fuck that, right? <laughs> oh, wow. Cause yeah, that's that's just, just not fucking American, I guess. America is a bunch of cunts. Fucking A. Fucking A, me. Fucking A. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's a
3: good energy to end this week's show. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to play the ending Legion promo, and when we come back on the Pirate Radio edit, we're going to have the cult, as I promised, with Sweet Soul Sister right
8: after this. obsessive cinema discourse pick six movies the podcast by the cemetery the podcast on haunted hill the psycho semantic podcast rick radio house of wax dude looks like the 80s
3: shit that even fits i'm so lucked out this fucking week you really (laughs) did the podcast gods were smiling on me this week (laughs) that's not really a thing there are no gods
4: of podcasting how dare you you don't know that for sure
3: if there was a god of podcasting who would the god of podcasting be i'd like to get answers from our audience if they would actually participate
4: uh yeah and please don't say joe rogan (laughs)
3: Oh, yeah. If that's your answer, then I don't want to hear it. (laughs) Well, if you'd like to find other instances where we have asked you a question and demanded you answer it in a certain way, that is all available on the 398 previous instances of our episodes legionpodcast.com forward slash cinema dash psyops dash podcast i'm also available on the legion discord chat where you can chat with me about anything including erotic thrillers i believe i actually had a conversation a couple weeks back that i may try and find because those movies should make it on the show yeah you've you've confirmed that it's time to do some erotic thrillers from the 90s
4: are we gonna have to kick off with basic instinct like the most popular probably one from the 90s
3: No, that's way too obvious. We're going to go with some of the most obscure ones that actually meant something to us. We're
4: going to find those. I mean, basic music meant something to me for a while, but okay, whatever.
3: (laughs) That's fair. That's
1: very
3: fair. Well, if you'd like to see other cringe things that we're involved with, the best place to find our memes is where they are posted first, cinema underscore psyops on the Instagram. It's then shared to the Cinema Psyops Facebook page and then from there to my main feed, Court Psyops or sometimes to the Facebook group Cinema Psyops, but either way it then gets shared about 11 other places because I have to have 13 total shares because I'm a weird guy that needs to get this over with so we can move on to next week's episode.
4: Yeah, uh, I'd like to take a quick bathroom break and uh, forget you exist for exactly three minutes
3: well while you're out there wondering why the hell we're being so obvious about what we're doing kick the fuck out of this week and make it your (laughs) way.
4: We can hear you. You hear that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. Get fucked with a horse. Do you hear that? Yeah, I heard it.
3: I know what you're thinking right after I said that, right?
4: Jumped right into horse fucking. We really did jump right into horse fucking. It's what we always do. <laughs> all
3: right, I figure we might as well do these in order. That's what I'm set up to be able to do, and uh, we'll uh we'll break in between sessions, you know, uh, and all of that. And I'll try to let you know when longer clips are if you need to hit the restroom and everything. Right. But otherwise, I think we should just fucking run it and gun it.
4: Run and gun. Let's do it. It's my favorite <laughs> type of offense
3: all right i'm already recording on my side so why don't you go ahead and uh oh i got to enable you like a fucking champ yeah gotta fr- i always fucking forget that okay you should be good
1: uh, all right hold
3: on let me see here
1: all right. <laughs>
4: see here
1: recording in progress
3: hey
4: i heard her. all right one two three
3: all right, I gotta get a little high, so I'm having fun, but yeah. not too high that I can't read the notes.
4: Because I mean, if you're not getting high, what's the what's the point of doing any of this?
3: <laughs> right, I don't think people realize how much of my podcasting has been done under the influence.
4: Oh no, I think they realize it.
3: <laughs> I'm only confessing to when it became legal to have Delta. Of course, ADHD. you never did
4: anything illegal. You're a good Christian boy.
3: <laughs> uh, I'm one of those things. Let's go ahead and start oh, the show. Yeah, please. Spoiler alert, it was boy. Ozzy <laughs> video, and he's saying no more tears.
4: No more tears.
3: That wasn't an invite to sing, but okay, we're going to move on. This okay, well, that
4: was, well, number one, that wasn't an invite to be hurtful either, but apparently you take it. <laughs> There's always
3: an invite for court to be hurtful.
4: I guess. Excuse me, let me rephrase that. <clears throat> Three, two, one. If my wife opened up the door to the basement right now and gave me that look, I would tell you, fuck your show. And I'll talk to you in uh, like three minutes. It won't be that long, all right?
3: <laughs> right. All you would have to say is, "I have to go to the bathroom," and we would take a quick yeah. break, and then I'd
4: be like, "Hey, can you fuck off for a minute? I'm gonna, I got something to do."
3: <laughs> right. And I would, I would just play like the 12 to 13 minute clip I've got waiting. You know? Yeah. Oh my god, I
4: can't wait for that. <laughs> That's epic. That's some epic shit right there. Yeah. Great. You have a 12 to 13 minute clip. You know how hard it's gonna be to beat that? I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to try. Oh,
3: it's no longer twelve minutes, it's now nine minutes and twenty seconds and that's this clip.
4: Oh nice! Hey,
3: I am totally releasing here, uh, yeah. Strike Commando two episode while
4: I'm recording you you? this clip. I don't see why you wouldn't. That's I'm called 16. multitasking.
9: Boy, a skinny girl, God you damn should do Deep hit. away.
4: That
3: yeah. was in the show. He was coughing oh. to cover up that he was uh, uh, feeding them food to the dog the lady kept saying, giving to him. That oh, was,
4: yeah, um, that's right. Well, It did sound kind of like me, though. It sounded
3: like you.
4: I have nothing before? <laughs> I'm like, you did a tremendous job saying that. There's nothing for me to have.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, I, I just had to pause because I, I lost my place for a second because I was verifying my clips, and it just I, I lost where I was in the, the story. I didn't mark it. All right, 3, 2, 1. Oh, shit, fuck. Uh-oh. I'll ah, be... fuck it. We'll just we'll move on. Is anyway, that part of the clip? Oh, shit, no, fuck. No, that was me fucking up, and now we'll just move on. Oh, okay. He gets this shit. (coughs) He gets his shit together. (coughs) Yeah,
4: hang on. (coughs) God damn it. You can get your shit together. I mean, that'd be nice. I got that dry throat shit going on. I hate that
3: shit. Makes you cough too much. All right. Um, (laughs) It's all good. I'm just prepping for the next episode while we wait. Okay. I'm going to play uh, the Ending Legion podcast, uh, the Ending Legion uh, Ending Legion <laughs> promo Easy
4: fan. for you to say
3: <laughs> no, Apparently not <laughs> to get this over with so we can move on to the next week's episode
4: yeah uh, i'd like to take a quick bathroom break and uh forget you exist for exactly three minutes
3: well while you're out there wondering why the hell we're being so obvious about what we're doing kick the fuck out of this week (laughs) and make it your
1: bitch
4: (laughs) go ahead and stop recording on your side all right uh i have recording stopped